When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. Welcome to episode two of the Drake Sports Media podcast. This week, we'll be joined by the head coach of the women's basketball team, Jenny Baranchek. I'd originally planned on having two guests for this episode, you know, to kick it up a notch. And then the conversation with Jenny happened. She's always great to talk to because she's so open and honest and always goes beyond the typical coach speak. And this one was no different. Jenny had one of the best senior classes in school history combined for more than 5,000 career points, multiple academic All-American honors. I mean, we could reel off a list 100 bullet points long, but their season, like many others, was cut short. In fact, they were on the bus to Moline, Illinois, when the call came in, and that's not all we talk about. We talk about the future of the program and how they're staying connected with each other during the quarantine, and Jenny also tells us if she's watched Tiger King yet. There's your hype. But first, uh, I do want to thank a handful of our amazing partners at Drake Athletics. These businesses continue to support Drake, and we hope when it's possible and safe for you to uh, to return the favor as well. Broadlands Medical Center, High V, Mid American Energy, Smart Honda, Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield, Atlantic Bottling and Coca Cola Company, Bankers Trust, MediaCom, EMC Insurance, and Toyota Dealers of Iowa. Let's get it, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Welcome to the Drake Sports Media Podcast Network. 
Stories, conversations, and access to everything Drake Athletics. The Drake Bulldogs, Des Moines' hometown team. Now joined by Ginny Baranchek, the head coach of the Drake women's basketball team. Ginny, how are you hanging in there? You know, it's uh, life is crazy. I keep kind of joking with everybody that I'm a better working mom than I am a homeschool teacher. But other than that, I think we're, you know, we're doing okay. So it's life has gotten crazy pretty fast. And, um, you know, it's hard to believe how much time has passed since since uh, the quote unquote end of our season. But, um, you know, it's just it's just such an interesting time right now. We started off the first podcast with Brian talking about that homeschooling too, so I, I guess we'll we'll go right into that because I'm so fascinated to hear how you actually have been teaching the three kiddos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fascination will go out the window after you <laughs> really find out. But I know Brian and I have had kind of fun uh, conversations about that too because it's it's so interesting when you know when you're you're trying to figure out how to continue to do your own job and then also obviously educate the kids and um you know we've we've got a you know the two and a half year old is the one that seems to be kind of running everything and ruling everything um and that's not necessarily always a good thing but um you know it's been it's been um it's been fun to be able to see my kids kind of learn in that environment though at the same time. And, and, uh, you know, it's funny because I was joking about this too many times that my kids take a lot of laps around the neighborhood. So that's the only way I know how to just say, okay, everybody needs a break, run around, take a lap. We'll start to time you next week, but for this week, just get warmed up. <laughs> it's nice. A little, little coaching in you take a lap for, yeah. uh, for to get rid of some of the energy. Have you yeah. reached out to Sarah Ryan? I mean, you got some good teaching resources at your disposal. I know, you know, we do. And actually it's been kind of fun to be able to see even uh, Kara Lutz who graduated a few years ago now has started a YouTube channel on some sight words and things like that, that she's done for her students. And so it's been fun to kind of tap into multiple resources uh, to be able to see those things. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's been, it's been really interesting just trying to figure out the technology myself and to be able to work with the teachers and, you know, know how hard to push your own kids, you know, I mean, it's, it's been humbling in, in one stance and another stance, it's been incredibly rewarding. Outside of the teaching, is there something that you've been able to do at home during the quarantine that there's no chance you could have normally done this time of year? You know, our storage closets look a little bit more organized than they have been. And uh, we've been able to be outside a little bit more and, you know, honestly, we really just spent a lot more time with our family and, you know, obviously trying to work and trying to figure out, you know, a unique ways to be able to do things through technology. But, um, you know, honestly, I haven't gotten into any Netflix. I haven't gotten into any of that kind of stuff. You know, it's funny because everyone talks about all the different series they're watching or, you know, different books they're reading or this, that and the other thing. And I'm like, who has time to do any of that? <laughs> We're just trying you know, we're just trying to hang on, but you know, the kids have picked up roller skating and rollerblading and, you know, bike riding. And so that part's been really fun to be able to, to spend some time outside and, uh, just really, you know, I never get to spend this time with my family. And so that's been really fun to be able to just spend time with my family. And I know they're so young. And so it's really weird to say, but you just kind of get to know them even more on a deeper level. And it's been pretty cool from that standpoint. I, I can't let you go without 
saying something about Netflix. Uh, you, you haven't watched Tiger King yet? I, Michael, I can't tell you how many times people have said you need to watch Tiger King or you need to watch Ozark or whatever that is or anything else. And I've done nothing like we've had no time to be able to watch anything. The only thing that we've kind of put on are really bad shows for kids. You know that, that that's when Scott and I will try to clean up really fast while we throw a show on or something like that. But, you know, we've read a lot of books. And I was going to say, you're a reader. It, what, what are you reading right now? Well, from from a kid's standpoint, from a kid's <laughs> standpoint, we have. But um, I just finished, I, I actually listened to a lot of different books. And I just finished a, a John Gordon book, um, The Carpenter. And that was, um, that was a, it was a really just, you know, just kind of a fun read. And it's, so he always has good messages in a story and it was just kind of a lighter story, but one we can all take away just about loving and serving and caring for each other. There's a lot to get to a lot's happened in the last month, but, uh, I mean, we've all heard the story of the bus ride to Moline and pulling off the side of the road as you guys were waiting for direction on whether hoops in the heartland was going to go on. And of course, everything from there, basically it's a snowball effect. Everything ends up being canceled. I'm just kind of wondering like where you're at now and comprehending such difficult news now compared to maybe in that moment. Well, in that moment, it was bigger than life. You know, honestly, it really was. And I know that sounds terrible and I'm supposed to have better perspective than that as a coach, but you know, that's what you see is you see these young women and you see yourself invested in these young women and um, you know, this, this is, this is what you quote unquote live for. Right. And I know that's, again, that's, that's dramatic. It's, it's over glorified, but at the same time, it's that it's that big a deal at that time. And now obviously you fast forward a few weeks and, you know, we realize that it's not bigger than life. It's, it's actually a minuscule part of, of really the bigger, the, the bigger, uh, picture for sure. And, um, Right now, it's it's a scary time, and and it's one that we understand why those decisions were made now more than we did at the time, and so that's why again you just have to trust the leadership and and the decisions that are being made because they're probably more educated than you are in making them. And so those are that was a good lesson uh, from my standpoint is you don't always have to understand everything at the time, uh, but eventually you will. And unfortunately, in this case, we we have. I love that answer because, I mean, that's something I've even had a little bit of trouble with because, I mean, there is so much going on in this world, but we always look at, through the world in our own lens. And it's it's tough not to, you know, think about what, you know, as individuals, what we're missing out on right now. No, it is. And it's, you know, I mean... You know, I, I'm I'm one of those that I can't even watch all the games that they're putting on right now. It's hard for me to to really kind of close, you know, close the season by watching games that have already happened. And um, and so that that is it's still a painful part. I mean, it's still a grieving part. And and it was hard to it's really hard to end that way. And it's hard to you know, you look at again, I've said this, I can't tell you how many times, but, you know, Sarah Ryan ending with 999 career rebounds or Becca being a few threes from a from a record and you know the first class at drake to have gone to four ncaa tournaments that stuff doesn't just happen and so it's unfortunate that that didn't get to happen and so those things are so unfortunate and 
at the same time, you know, it's, this is a time for us to all gain perspective and it's a perspective we clearly all need to learn how to gain. And so from that standpoint, it's been nice, um, just to be able to really try to be intentional about the time that we are spending right now and, and what is really important. What have the conversations been like recently with, uh, Sarah, Becca and Brenny? You know, I think all of them are still kind of in that same space of of just trying to navigate through the what's next process because, you know, it's they're they're at home and so it's it's different than being here and saying, okay, let's go to lunch and let's go figure out what you're going to do next and let's figure out what agent you're going to have to go play overseas because we don't know we don't know if there's going to be overseas to play. That's what both Becca and Sarah want to be able to do and. So you hold out hope for that for sure, because they'll both be highly sought after. It's just whether or not there'll be a season and whether or not, you know, I mean, right now you can't even travel. And so that's, um, that's, that's a hard part. And, and with Brittany, you know, she's with her family out of state. And so there's not much you can do in terms of, um, helping her with a job right now. And so she's doing what she can do from home and they're finished, they're all finishing school and they're all, you know, obviously brilliant young women. And so they'll finish that standpoint, but, um, it's, you know, it, it's, it's a hard time to be young a little bit right now and trying to figure out what your future holds. we talked a lot throughout the year at each milestone, each one of those, uh, women came across and the response was usually, you know, along the lines of, you know, when the season's over, we'll be able to look back and, and really appreciate it then. Have you even been able to take time to reflect on the season that was or the careers that were? Yeah, you know, it, you're you're right. It is. It's hard to do that. It's really hard to do that. And um, I've really tried to take some time to sit down and appreciate all the really good things and you know, we've been able to talk as as a group of returners um, on an individual basis, really about okay, what were those really good things, and um, and so we were able to spend um, after after we found out that the tournament was over, and then we found out that the Instably tournament wasn't going to happen. We were able to really spend time as a team that night, and that part that time was. Uh, Probably, you know, obviously with such a dramatic event in life, that's going to be one of the most memorable, memorable times I've ever had with a team because it just was so raw and so real. And, you know, I don't know if there was closure to it, but there was at least some time that we really got to spend to just, you know, celebrate the good things and cry about the not good things and cry about the really good things and the funny things. And we were able to laugh and we were able to have all these different different emotions to be able to process. And that time was as good as any to really end a season, you know, because never the, the ending's never fun. And, and when you feel like you didn't get your shot, that's what's really, that's what was really difficult. Um, and then obviously with the, with the events that are continuing to unfold, it gets a little bit more tricky, but that time there was probably one of the best times that, that we'll have, because again, we don't know when we'll get to be together physically again, to be able to really do that. That is one of the special things about kind of this, this time period that we're in is that, I don't know, everybody is able to kind of just kind of go back to those memories and kind of hold on to those memories. I think CBS put out a, a really nice 
video just about that same topic. You know, we have all these memories. Let's hang on to them for now and be prepared to make some in the future. I, I did want to just real quick kind of go back to the regular season because it, it was another really successful regular season, six straight 20-win season. As you had mentioned already, team was poised to make a four-straight NCAA tournament for the first time in program history. But the conference was also as good as it's been in a few years. Just what were your overall thoughts on how the team played, but also it's equally as important for you guys about how the players embrace being a Drake women's basketball player? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was really proud of um, the the Missouri Valley Conference this year. I think you know, I've talked about this for a number of years of just uh, from a scheduling standpoint, from a non-conference scheduling standpoint, I think more teams have really been able to to schedule and win games in the non-conference. And so obviously with this year, with with the teams in our league having so much success in the non-conference, it just made for such a great uh, conference season. And although, you know, you, you always want to win more games than than you do. And uh, you know, I think I think we'd love to have a couple of those back. A lot came down to the very end. And so those are things that, um, you know, in the past, we've done a really good job of finishing those out. And this year we had some and we didn't have some. And so what I love about this team is um, just just the way that we had fun playing again. And I love I love that about being a Drake women's basketball player is that you really just love this game. And yes, you focus on your individual game, but it's another year of, you know, being in the top five in terms of scoring. It's another year of being in the top three in terms of assists per game. I mean, you know, I just, I think it's so much fun. And I think, you know, being a Drake women's basketball player, you don't really take that for granted. You just enjoy the moments that you get to play and you get to practice together. And I think, that's what's fun to be able to see the fans come and be part of it too, because there is, there is a unique, you know, um, I don't know, a unique mindset that you have to have to really celebrate everyone around you and to play at a high level and, and still have the expectation to be able to win every game that you play. And, you know, you feel bad if you don't, and that's a reality. And, you know, you want to play against some of the best teams in the country. And we continue to do that in our non-conference. And this year it was fun to be able to do that in our conference as well. And, and, you know, you'd love to have some of those moments where you, where you, you know, the outcome of the game came down to a minute or two and those minute or twos we'd love to have back. And at the same time, you know, the memories that you remember and the thing about being a Drake women's basketball player is you really remember that you love what you get to do. You love how you get to do it and you love who you get to do it with. And I think this team embodied that again this year. Does your message feel even more validated during this time? Oh, that's a good question. I think, um, you know, I think it, I think it does in terms of when you sit there and you talk about, okay, what do we want to do right now as a program and how do we want to get better and hands down, when we talk across the board of the the most important thing we can do right now is to really stay connected. I think as a group, I think that's really cool because I think there's, you know, there's, there's value in being able to, um, you have nothing but your words, right? So you can't even go do something for somebody right now. You have to talk through things and not that you can't send someone a letter or, or send them a text or things like that. Those are things, those are acts of service that we obviously need to continue to do. But, you know, how do we really start to have deeper conversation and really develop 
the roots of being a Drake women's basketball player even more. And how do we make, you know, how, how do we shine our light during this really hard time? And I think those are the conversations that we're having right now as a group. Yeah. I think those are going to be kind of the, uh, the deeper things that are going to separate teams during this off season and heading into what will bound to be a, a really unique season next year. Uh, with with the three starters graduating, this offseason is going to be uh, really big for some of your young players. Uh, mm-hmm. h- how are you staying on your players while you can't be with them right now? Yeah, you know, we've been checking in and we talk quite a quite a bit. And, you know, we don't have a, we've never had a program that's a checklist program. I don't need them to check in with me and check out with me. Um, I want to actually know how they're doing and and they're very motivated. They're a very motivated group. And so right now, a lot of them are shooting in their driveways or at a local park until those, you know, some some of the local parks have shut down. So they can't do that. And so they have to figure out another way to be able to do it. Um, but, I, you know, right now, our, our biggest our biggest goal is to just really fall in love with the game again, you know, and you take that break and you grieve the end of this season. And then you just really fall in love with what you get to do because, you know, when you're out there and you're shooting in your driveway, um, is it is it better than getting in the actual arena that you should be shooting in and having a workout? I don't know, but the love can still be there. And so that's really where we want them to be able to do those things. And so, you know, they get some workouts and some of them have weights in their homes. And so they're able to do that. And some are filling up milk jugs or laundry jugs or things like that. And they're doing that the, the best they can, you know, and, and trying to find alternative workouts. And I know that, um, you know, they're, they're, like I said, they're a motivated group and now's the time that they get to tap into the creativity of really, okay, how bad do I want this? How much do I want to get better? And what can I do right now instead of really focusing on what we can't be doing? And so we can focus on what we can be doing and actually the doing part, uh, the rest of it will take care of itself. I know there are so many players on your current roster that are going through unique situations right now, as is everybody throughout the country. But when I, when I think through the lens of, of your team, I, Grace Berg comes up after redshirting last season. Uh, just how did you notice her progress as a redshirt player? But then how do you keep in contact with her and keep her learning the, the playbook and uh, all that stuff when she can't be in the gym? Well, Grace is, um, she's very blue collar. And so Grace is just a worker and, you know, it was fun to be able to see her really, um, I don't know, really grow within the team this year, because it is hard when you, when you, um, you know, really up until November, we, we really thought she was going to play. We really did. And so she was with the team the whole time and implemented in the whole system and everything else. And then kind of once that, uh, those hurdles kind of struck. And then when that decision was made, um, we decide, you know, she, she ends up being mostly on, uh, the practice squad. Now it doesn't mean that she doesn't play with our team because she does plenty, but she also practices against our team, you know, on a, on a pretty regular basis. And so that's never an easy thing for anybody to do. And so I think she embraced that really well. And she found, she kind of found, um, what really makes her really good too. I mean, you talk about extra workouts and she did that. And those are things, the extra workouts she can do with her team and with her coaches and things like that too. And so I'm really looking forward to her kind of getting back in, 
uh, with the team again. But from a culture standpoint, she's never been on the outside. It's just from a practice standpoint, there are times where, you know, she's on that other side, but she's, she's definitely one that's improved her, her shot from the outside. She's more consistent and more confident. Uh, she works really, really hard. I'm really excited to watch her really get into a game, to be honest with you. That's what I'm excited about. You know, it's been a long time since she's gotten to play in a game and I love coaching her. I love her work ethic. I love what she can bring uh, from a versatility standpoint and just a personality standpoint. So it's going to be really fun to be able to kind of put all the put all the pieces back together this summer and especially adding her. Another one of the challenges of this offseason is, I mean, you still have two freshmen at this point that are uh, coming into the program, uh, Courtney Becker and Ambernette Store. Are they able to be involved in like Zoom meetings with you all right now? Or what are, what are the rules with that? And then also, what's the approach to get them acclimated to the, the Drake culture? Yeah. So right now what we've kind of done is try to, you know, really focus from a coaching standpoint with them of making sure that they're getting everything ready to come. Um, but also finishing out high school strong. And so even though it's remote high school right now and, and all the different things that they have to do from that standpoint. Um, so, but that's kind of their focus from a team standpoint, they, they are really connected with, with our team. So whether it's, it's zoom calls or group FaceTimes or, uh, whether it's a, you know, Snapchats and stuff like that. I mean, this, the, the, there's really, you know, not great things about social media. And then social media can be this amazing connection tool. And I think that's what our team has been able to utilize it as a really cool connection tool for our incoming freshmen so that they're not, uh, you don't feel like an outsider before you get here. Because who knows how long this is going to last. And so the the closer that we can get as a group, the better off we're going to be. And so that obviously includes our two freshmen for next year. Is that something you challenge some of the future leaders on this team to do, reach out to them, or or does that kind of just happen within the culture of the team? No, that happens within the culture of the team. I think they do a really nice job, and that's been that's been years of 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 culture building and and just it's kind of just a standard of of who we are. And so every year they uh, it's about this time where they start to, they have group, ch- group chats and things like that before that point, uh, before this point. But I think right now is where it really starts to dive into even more substance and more, okay, we're all now on the same team, you know, so you kind of finish your seasons and then you kind of jump into, cause every team's different regardless of how many people change. And so that's, that's one thing that, that our, our culture just kind of has done that. And then everybody, you know, keeps, keeps adding to that every year. I believe you guys have two scholarships still remaining for this 2020-2021 season. I know you can't talk about specific players, but yeah. uh, one, do you plan on filling those? And then if so, what, what kind of direction are you guys looking in? Yeah, we, we do have uh, two scholarships available. And honestly, it's one of those things where we never go out and say, okay, this is what we're going to search for. But sometimes things change and sometimes people kind of tend to find us. So we've had some conversation uh, for sure with with different uh, student athletes, potential student athletes. And uh, a lot of times, the, the first thing that we're always going to to really look for is an overall cultural fit. And so if somebody is an overall cultural fit, then we'll continue to have those conversations. So, you know, a, a Kiara Collier or a Monica Burrich or Grace Berg, like we've talked about, have have completely been cultural fits. And so 
that's something that those were really easy decisions, but it wasn't like we were going out and saying, okay, this is what we have to find and this is what we want to do. And so uh, to us, it's never been a, this is a really bad way to say it, but I'll just say it's never been a transactional approach of, okay, this is what we're looking for. And if you're not this tall and this many points and this, da, 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 then that's not, um, that's just not what we do. And so it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be the whole picture and the whole fit, or it's, it's just not going to work. And so, um, the, those are the conversations that we have with people are definitely cultural fits first and then kind of, and then you kind of go from there really. How challenging is that right now? Because I know it's so important for you all to get uh, prospective, uh, student athletes into the building, but then also, you, you want to talk to them. You want to be able to see them face to face when, when you can't have that. How do you work around those uh, challenges? Well, I know the, the honestly, the biggest challenge, Michael, is less about even um, us connecting. And so it's it's um, you know, you, you're obviously going to have more more phone calls because of face to face. You kind of get to know somebody a little bit more when you can bring them to campus, you know, so we can't we can't go to people's homes in terms of doing contacts and we can't have people on campus, obviously. And so it's a lot of FaceTime calls or Zoom calls, or it's a lot of, um, you know, just talking on the phone. And, and it's, it's actually, um, it provides opportunity to dive into a little bit deeper conversation too, because you can't, you can't get a visit. And so you have to have direct conversation. And so, I've, you know, the, the people that we've been talking to, it's been kind of fun to be able to get really, really connected really fast from that standpoint. Um, but I think the biggest challenge is, you know, we're so, we rely so much on our team in terms of whether or not it's a cultural fit. So it's not just do, does a, does a potential student athlete really fit well with our team? It's, it's, does our, our team really fit well with that potential student athlete too? And so it's, it's full circle. And so we want, we, you know, anytime anybody comes uh, to campus, we, we really have our team involved just from that standpoint, because we want to make sure it's a fit both directions. And so that's been a challenge of trying to figure that out because there's certain NCAA rules that are in the way that, you know, we can't provide opportunities for them to do a zoom call together or to do things like that. And so, um, they kind of have to, to figure out some, um, we kind of have to be really intentional about what our team is really looking for too. Coach, I, I really appreciate all of your time here today. I know you guys are crazy busy with everything at home. Um, but I did kind of want to leave you with just kind of like an open-ended question here. Uh, with there being such a giant ripple effect, obviously health and well-being, uh, health and well-being being a, a priority. I did want to get maybe just your perspective of maybe what's a positive that you've seen through a coach's lens. Uh, that maybe myself or someone listening to this podcast can't. Yeah. You know, what I think is really neat is this generation has, um, you know, we sit there and we'd say, oh, they don't talk anymore and they don't do this anymore and they don't know how to do this and they don't do this and they don't do this or they just expect this, you know, and you can put, you can put anything in you want uh, when I say this. But I think what's been really neat and really special is to be able to see the variety of ways um, that that they can utilize technology and the social media and um, for connection. And so I, I've always known that that they do more than what I know. Um, 
but they really do. And when we had our conversation last week about really, you know, really loving each other and serving and caring for each other, it was really neat to see how much thought that they put behind that. And there was so much more depth in that conversation um, because that's all we can have right now are those conversations. And so I was really proud of that and the fact that um, they do want to get better. They do have a motivation of how do they look inside themselves and say, okay, how do we get better? How do we get each other better? And to me that that's, you know, that's the ultimate teamwork. And that's really what, what life is providing us right now is how do we make each other better in a time where we're so isolated and there's ways and there's, and there's possibilities. And so it's neat to be able to, to do that. And you look at how much more connected, you know, families can be, even when we can't spend time together, there's different ways of doing it. And so I think we're all going to come out, you know, we, we were at this normal life and now we're at this new normal and we're going to add both the new normal and the old normal together once this, once this leaves and once everything changes kind of back. Um, but it's, it's this, this is, this is going to provide us an opportunity to make us all better. And so I've been able to see that in just our team and that's been so rewarding and so cool and so positive for all of us. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Uh, yeah, I, I just really think the culture within your program and uh, the the women you have a part of that program, I th I think I think you guys are going to be all right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next year. Well, we got to be we got to get better. So let's yeah. just that. But you no, know, but I do appreciate that, and I am really proud of that. And this is really it's really fun to see them just continue to evolve. So I'm really proud of that, and. You know, and obviously we still, when we do talk as a, as a team in a program, we are thinking about everybody that's been so negatively impacted. And so we are definitely our thoughts and our prayers and our positive, you know, our positive thoughts are, are going to all of those that, you know, are having some issue and their families and, and, and everyone else really. So thank you. Thanks so much, Michael. Appreciate this. A huge thanks to Jenny Bronchek for joining me this week. The plan right now is to put out these podcasts once a week. Maybe once we get in season, it'll slow down or summertime. Uh, we'll go every other week uh, when there's less happening. But there, there's so much to talk about right now. And uh, as long as everybody's downloading and listening, we'll keep doing it. I had a 128 downloads for the first podcast. Not bad. Uh, but make sure you subscribe now. So you get the podcast directly downloaded to your phone or Apple Watch or however you choose to listen. Uh, I've got one of the works next week that I think not only Drake fans, but just anyone stuck inside trying to find a mental or physical edge during the quarantine will find very interesting. Before we go, do you want to thank a few more of our sponsors? Prairie Meadows, Mercy One Medical Center of Des Moines, State Farm Insurance, Iowa Governor's Traffic Safety Bureau, True North Companies, Drake West Village, Dahl Distributing, and Bud Light, Willis Lexus, Unity Point Health, Des Moines, Green State Credit Union. Thanks for joining. I'm Michael Admire with Drake Sports Media Podcast Network, powered by Learfield IMG College. Let's get it, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Welcome to the Drake Sports Media Podcast Network. What is that? Stories, conversations, and access to everything Drake Athletics. The Drake Bulldogs, Des Moines' hometown team. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, 
hunt for muddy puddles and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.